Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're asking the question, are you struggling to balance it all? Are you struggling like many people who reach out to me with this idea of balancing your personal and your professional life or your doing and your thinking um, or your getting stuff done versus taking a rest? Uh, if you're like most people, you're struggling a little bit. So I want to talk about balance, uh, definitely in terms of a little bit of harmony, but also in terms of what is balance? What is that? uh, How is it related to the physical world? How does that related to us? Uh, I'm going to give you three statements related around balance, ask you to give yourself a rating, and then ask you, so what? Okay, now that you know all of that, so what? How are you going to use it to make your life better? So you might want to take notes for this one for sure, and I hope you enjoy it. Awesome. Bye-bye. All right, question. Are you struggling to balance it all in your life? I'm going to take a wild guess. The answer is probably yes. So balance is a tricky thing, isn't it? Uh, You know, if you were to balance on one foot, I have a a friend of mine who loves to do yoga and she's actually pretty good at yoga. Um, However, you know, when it comes to this whole idea of balancing on one foot, it doesn't matter how good you are at yoga, because guess what? Eventually you're going to have to stop balancing on one foot, right? You're going to have to switch. And balance, I mean, think about a teeter-totter. If you're, you know, as old as I am, teeter-totters were actually a thing, right? Um, You know, it goes up and down, up and down, and based on the balance or equilibrium, you know, will tell you whether it's going up or down. Now, if you've got two kiddos who are relatively the same weight, um, you know, unless you're providing that force to make it go up and down, it's going to be a, it's going to be flat, right? So a, a lot of times, you know, people will think, oh, I'm in search of of peace and balance is going to give me peace. Well, that's a little bit tricky too because there's um, uh, a theorist, Piaget, uh, we've learned this a lot in education, and one of the things that he talked about was this idea of equilibrium and disequilibrium. So when we have what he calls disequilibrium, which can be confusion, right? And oftentimes I talk to my coaching clients and when they're talking about this work home balance, what they're talking about is I'm confused about what's happening right now and I need some more peace. I need balance. I need equilibrium. So the disequilibrium is actually a good thing unless you get to the point of over frustration and then it's not good. Now we're into stress. So when people are coming to me and asking me questions about, Michelle, how do I do this work-home balance thing? I try to figure out, okay, where are you at on that spectrum? Are you in the, I'm just a little confused, help me think this through phase? Or are you like 80 to 90% of people who come to me and you're so stressed, you're just like, I'm either going to get rid of my family or get rid of my job, okay? So we talk about balance in a little bit different way. So also, I, I will have you know that we we talk a lot more about harmony. And we, we've uh, addressed that already on the podcast, but harmony is uh, the idea that there are many areas of your life that are all playing at the same time. And sometimes one area um, is the melody and everything else is, is behind the scenes. 
So for example, my kids are now going to school. They're at, at school all the time. Um, they're leaving the house. They're actually going to school. They're not doing online schooling. But for six months, guess what? They were right here, as in literally right here, okay? Um, so so they, that piece of my life is not at the forefront like it was before. Today, in my day today, um, I've actually taken several days off this week. Uh, it was just one of those things where I really felt like, oh my gosh, I've got to attend to myself. And so today is, guess what? It's a catch-up day. Um, I'm doing all kinds of work and very happily, I might add, um, because I know today is the day to get the work done. Now, tomorrow, uh, in the next few days, my husband and I, and I'm so excited, we're gonna go on a color tour up in the Upper Peninsula. I'm very excited about that. So on those two days, guess what? That relationship is gonna come to the forefront and be the melody in the harmony of my life, okay? So having balance is actually something that's, that's hardly ever happened. Uh, if you think about it, let's say, um, let's say I had a ball, okay, and I threw the ball up. Okay, so the ball's gonna go up and at some point it's going to reach what we call its apex. That's as high as it goes, right? As soon as it gets up there, what does it do? It doesn't hang there, right? It comes right back down. And then maybe it gets into my hand, right? And then I can throw it back up and I can come bring it back down. There are only two spots in that whole rhythm where there is balance. And that's at the apex and when it's in my hand. Any other time, guess what? It's in movement. It's going up or it's coming down. Okay? That's what balance is. There's only two times when there's balance in your life, when there's an up and when there's a down, and you're either going up or you're going down. So it's a momentary thing, balance is, okay? It's a fallacy of life that you're actually gonna get have balance. However, I wanna talk about balance because just because it, it occurs rarely does not mean that you can't have a little bit more of it in your life, okay? So again, I'm gonna share three ideas with you. Each of these ideas, I'm gonna tell you a little bit of something for them. Uh, for each one of these statements, I want you to give yourself a rating of one to 10. One being low, as in like, oh, I didn't even know this was a thing. 10 being high, as in, wow, I'm amazing at this, I'm an expert, I should teach this podcast, okay? One to 10. Um, and then at the end, you know, think about what are some action steps that you might want to take for each of these. All right. So the first statement when it comes to balance is I balance my work and personal life. I balance my work and personal life. Now I'm looking at this as more of a harmony than a balance. So when I say I balance my work and personal life, it's not that they have equal time. Okay, because let's face it, there are some days when you've got to give more time to your children than your job. Okay. Um, so we already kind of talked a little bit about this, but most people that come to me for help in this one are wildly out of balance. Uh, there's usually one area of their life that they have been putting forth so much time and effort into that... Um, all of the other areas of their life are, are struggling and that's why they're so far out of, out of balance and stressed, okay? I recognize this. I think this is why I attract these kinds of people because I was a consummate people pleaser. 
meaning everything about my life was focused on making other people happy, which actually led me to a stroke. So I was so imbalanced, I wasn't valuing myself, that a part of my brain literally blew up. Now from that, I was able to turn it around and say, whoa, okay, who's living Michelle's life? If Michelle is the one that's going to die Michelle's death, then who should be living Michelle's life? And so it made me kind of turn everything around and say, what do I want to do in life? Which ironically has helped me help way more people than before. Okay. Now, more recently, I, I've recognized that I have just come off a period of intense work. Uh, so I honestly, as soon as the pandemic hit, I went into problem solving mode and I was providing and providing and providing and, and helping and helping and supporting and supporting and encouraging and encouraging. And I loved it. I have no complaints about that. However, I realized, whoo, I need to step back a little bit. I got to take a little bit of time for Michelle now, because I know that when I do that for myself, now I have more to give. Okay. Um, so where are you at with this one? I balance my work and personal life. And you know, you might even want to ask yourself a secondary question. Maybe you, you realize you don't. Okay. Why not? Or what areas of your life are taking precedence right now? All right, so the second statement around balance is I usually see things from a balanced point of view. Okay, I usually see things from a balanced point of view. So let me just say this, that there is no such thing as uh, an unbiased opinion. Okay, FYI, uh, if you break down and do a word study on that, it's just a big old oxymoron. So unbiased opinion, uh, the, the nature of an opinion means that you have formulated a, a thought based on some awareness or experience that you've had, okay, which would mean that you have a bias, okay? So there's, you cannot have an unbiased opinion, okay? Um, I don't think that anything can be unbiased. Even the term unbiased has a bias in it, okay? But when, what we're talking about here is having a balanced point of view as much as you're able to, okay? So I think that your openness, your willingness, and your curiosity, your intention really matters here. So for example, if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're saying something and, and you don't really understand it or you definitely don't agree with it, can you have an openness and a willingness and a curiosity to try to understand it? Or do you come to that conversation just knowing, nope, this is, this is how it's going to be, okay? Great example of this. Gosh, we just had a presidential debate, right? I cannot tell you how many people on social media already had their minds made up about how that debate was going to go before it even started. Okay? That's not being open, willing, and curious to see another side. Okay? So do you observe and notice things? Or do you come right in and make your opinion known? Okay? Do you um, release your need to judge somebody else? Uh, so I've got a, a friend who's a very high C on the disc personality. Man, she, she is, uh, she knows right and wrong, okay? And she doesn't often see it. So I've got to kind of temper her a little bit sometimes in our conversation and say, hey, FYI, did you know not everybody looks at life that way? 
So I used this example recently on a teaching call. Um, I've got two ants and they have a very different relationship with spice. One thinks pepper is too spicy and the other think more spice the better, right? Who's right? Well, neither one of them. And what does it matter, right? But to judge one or the other based on the other's preferences, that's not seeing things from a balanced point of view. Okay. Lately, I've been really into watching documentaries on Netflix. Uh, I'm just finding it fascinating. And I'm realizing that even as we're going through that the, the creators of these documentaries, many of them, um, they like to say that they're presenting an unbiased opinion. I can definitely see that they're not. Um, however, there are many things I'm, I'm being exposed to in these documentaries. And I'm like, okay, first of all, wow, I don't think I agree with that. Secondly, wow, there's evidence for, for, you know, the experiences I've had, that makes sense. Third, oh my goodness, I'm having a, a new kind of awakening experience here, right? But because I'm approaching it from this, I wonder what I'm going to find out rather than, you know, I already know what I think about this and now you're confirming it or you're making me mad because you're not, right? I'm looking at it with curiosity, okay? I think I, I go back to this word uh, image in my head that when we're coming at things from a balanced point of view, we recognize that all pieces make up the puzzle. All pieces make up the puzzle. So, so recognizing that, you know, your perspective and my perspective and the other person's perspective, all of these perspectives are pieces in a puzzle and the puzzle can't come together as a whole unit of truth unless we have all of those things in, in the picture, okay? So rather than looking at your piece of the puzzle and saying, this is what's right, do you look at all the pieces of the puzzle and say, you know what, all of this is right, okay? So where are you at with that one, one to 10? All right, and then the third statement on balance is I recognize the importance of balancing the masculine and the feminine aspects of my life. So I'm definitely gonna clear this one up. Uh, I, I recognize the importance of balancing the masculine and the feminine aspects of my life. Okay, so, um, you know, maybe you don't understand what that means. Let me clarify this. So the masculine aspects of your life, I'm sure depending on who you talk to, what resources you read, it might say something different, but this is what I think it is. The masculine side is represented by your logical conscious brain. Okay, your logical conscious brain. Listen, I am not saying that men are more logical than women. That is not what we're saying. The masculine side of you is represented by your logical conscious brain. And it's also the image that we present to the world. Okay, so, you know, you might be... <laughs> You might be much like I have been in the past where you're a stressed mom, but you show up to work and you're the expert, right? Because we've got to show that image to the world. It usually has um, something related to being physical, to being active, to getting stuff done. This is the driver part of your personality, okay? You're like, let's get it done. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. We need that part of ourselves, okay? Remember, we're looking for a balance. So we're gonna balance that with our feminine side, which is our feeling and intuition part of us, okay? That's typically our subconscious brain. This is where we receive affection. Um, we can also give off affection, 
Um, it, it's our internal self-perception, so our internal self-image. So you might show on the outside that you're that expert, but on the inside, maybe you're struggling, okay? This is also our connection to the divine or source, okay? So again, we need that part of us. Now, if you're, if you're all about work, you're using your masculine side. If you're all about um, play or uh, you know conversations with people but not getting stuff done, you might be all in your feminine side. Uh, if you're all about doing, you're probably more masculine. If you're all about thinking, you're probably using your feminine side more, okay? Both are, are needed, okay? We need them both. And sometimes you need one more than the other. So, you know, I talk a lot on the podcast about you've got to think before you do. And sometimes you've done the thinking already, you just need to go out and do. And sometimes you're in a doing season, which means you've got to do a lot. You've also got to realize you can't do like that forever. And so you've got to look at your schedule and say, when can I stop doing and pull back and start thinking a little? Does that make sense? Okay, so you want to balance those two sides. So, uh, you know, I was talking to a coaching client not too, too recently, and uh, we were talking about this idea of, you know, he's really dealing with some transitions in his uh, business. So um, he had to lay off several people during the, the epidemic, the corona, uh, and now he's deciding who do I hire back and what work do we do? And based on current regulations of what's happening, he can't do everything he wants to do, so he, it can't be as much. And so as he's going through and trying to figure out how do I solve this problem, uh, I said, hey, you know, let's talk about this. How, how, are, how do you feel about all this? And he said, Michelle, it doesn't matter how I feel about this. Uh, yeah, it does. Because you see your feelings are jumping into that problem-solving process and they want to be acknowledged. We've got to acknowledge all of the feelings so that you can come back to that more logical place and solve your problem. So really he was telling me I'm out of balance. I want to be in that masculine, logical, solve this problem, do it phase. Well, wait a minute, you haven't honored the other side of you that says I've got feelings, right? And, and clear out those feelings so now you can be in more intuitive and, and capture the solution to your problem, okay? So when you're out of balance, it will show up. Um, you know, a podcast listener recently, uh, you know, she, she reached out and I could tell that she was really, really stuck in her head. Um, really stuck in this place of like, I've, I, I just don't know about this. I don't know the how, you know, uh, explain to me what's happening. And I'm like, listen, I, I get it. You want to figure all this out, but this is an experiential thing and you've got to walk through it. You've got to take some action and then you're going to know how to do it. And I know that doesn't make sense, but that's another part of this balanced approach. Okay. So, you know, balance your work and your personal life. Absolutely. But balance your beliefs and your opinions, your doing and your thinking, your flow and rhythm. Okay. So where are you at with this one? One to 10. Okay. And maybe you don't know, and that's okay. If you don't know, that would be a one. So look at your ratings for each one of these statements and ask yourself, which one of those would you like to work on? How can you um, increase some balance in your life, okay? 
Awesome. I hope this was helpful for you today. I hope that, you know, you're, you're thinking about it and maybe even have a little disequilibrium right now. Maybe not too much, but just a little bit of confusion to push you towards that, that piece, because I know that when you really approach this one, it's going to be um, of use to you. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.